0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. We're back for more fun today. I have an old friend. Well, you're not that old. <laughs> we go back a few years, though. Folks, I've got Woody Woodward with me again. You might remember him. He's he's appeared on the show before. Hello, Woody. Hello, Dr. Paul. Great to be here. Looking forward to a great show. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. You reached out to me just a couple of weeks ago and And let me know that you were in town. I was in town. I want to stop by the studio and create some value. Every time you're in town, we play. (laughs) And we have some fun. You know, Woody is one of my friends, folks, who has consistently, over the years that I've known him, produced and produced value for people. Thank you. uh, uh, And that's meant as a compliment. You took it as a compliment. Production is the only way out. (laughs) That's very true. Isn't that right? You know what? I had a client not too long ago who was just in a mess. This big pit, this deep, dark hole. Oh, yeah. And and they made a comment that I've heard several times. Maybe you've heard it. Where they said, I just need to find a way to dig out of this hole. I said, if you're in a hole, stop digging. (laughs) Doesn't that make it worse?
1: (laughs) The only way
0: out of there is to produce your way out.
1: I've never heard it that way. The one that I like is by Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep on going. You know, if you're going through that hole, just keep on going through it, get out of it, produce whatever you have to do. Another one I heard that I like as well love is it. that the only difference between a rut and the grave is the depth of the
0: hole. Is the depth of the hole. I heard you say that in a seminar once.
1: Oh, I, I probably have. I've said I it I probably years. wrote it in my it's notes. It's not mine. I'll claim it <laughs> if I can, but it's not mine.
0: You know one thing I love about you, Woody? You send me presents. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, folks, if you want to just you know make somebody's day, send them a present a, or a card or something. You know, some kind of an acknowledgement that you are a human being in my life who's important. and And I get this stuff from you occasionally, and uh, and I appreciate it. By well, thank the way, you. thank you. And the stuff you send me is usually stuff you're making.
1: I produce a lot of stuff. I it's, it's one of my my background. Um, at age sixteen I sold my first idea and mm-hmm. from then on I love to manufacture. I love to build things. I've set up, you know, warehouses in China yeah. and Thailand. I'd like to build. And so when I create something, I want to share it. And
0: you're a serial entrepreneur, too. <laughs>
1: An so, addict, yes.
0: Th- so I felt kind of like, you know, when my daughter was in kindergarten, and she brought home this thing that she made. And it, <laughs> it, and it was like, here, Dad. And it was just sweet, yeah. you know. And the stuff you send me is a little more refined. I hope so. <laughs> no, less, or no more valuableness, True. So, True. depending on how you value things. But one of the things you sent me was this, this pretty little blue box and it had cards in it. And you, you often send me cards because you use cards in coaching your clients. Yeah. And and these cu- cards, folks, you might remember from our previous conversation when we talked about the emotional fingerprint. Yes. There's there's a way of figuring out. It, it's almost like a formula mm-hmm. that helps you to understand why you do the things you do, why you don't do the things you don't do, and why you have peak experiences and why you have just tank experiences. And it's called the emotional fingerprint. Well, you've built on that and and the th- I'm taking a long time to describe this present. <laughs> Go right ahead. But it was this pretty blue box that had one of these card sets in it. It's called Relationships to Riches. And that caught my attention. I'm thinking, okay, Woody's gone off the deep end. He's all <laughs> you know thinking about riches. And <laughs> but riches is defined very Specifically for you,
1: yes, I love, and it's not money. It's never money. That's the one thing I I love going to the dictionary. I love to look up words. Mm -hmm. So I looked up the word "riches," and it's actually defined as resources. So it's relationships to resources. Everything you want in life, you can have through your relationships, and it's Mm -hmm. not about dollars and cents. As you create value for other people through your relationships, you increase your resources. You share those resources, Mm -hmm. you increase your production value in life.
0: Right. Okay, so I I shared one of the things that I love about you. One of the things I love about this show is that I get an opportunity to receive high-level coaching (laughs) from the brilliant minds of this world, and they do it happily.
1: Absolutely. Well, you create so much value. The reason why I send you physical gifts is I get these beautiful emails from you of your life experiences from the radio show and everything mm-hmm. that you've done. That's what you've created so much value for me over the years. The least I can do is send you my newest book, my newest card system, my newest workbook, because you've already created value for me first. So we're
0: already leading into what you're going to coach me on for a minute, and we get to let all of the listeners listen in. Yes. Or you can coach them and I'll listen in, whichever you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Woody, will you walk us through this? Tell us where it came from, and let's, uh, let's get a feel for what this means. Relationships to resources to riches.
1: Yes. Let me give Coach you the, me. I will. Let me give you the history first for the listener who may be hearing about me for the first time. So um, I did, uh, developed a platform called Your Emotional Fingerprint. Right. I have interviewed over 2,500 people. I've read Mm. over a thousand biographies and I've studied human behavior at the umpteenth most degree. I just, I'm insatiably addicted to learning more about people.
0: This guy is worse than a shrink. Yeah.
1: (laughs) OCD kicks in and I can't let it go. (laughs) So what I discovered was there are 35 universal feelings of importance. And so Mm. what you do is you take a simple, quick quiz and you identify the seven things that make you feel important. So that really dictates Mm -hmm. your emotional highs, your emotional lows, your emotional reserves but from on top of that, people will say, well, Woody, I know my emotional fingerprint. I've been happier. I'm in control of my life for the first time. I love my wife. I'm having a great relationship with my children. Mm-hmm. But now how do I make money with this information? Right. So I thought, okay, you know, I've, I've had a, a very vast background. I've had three different um, careers, if you will. I've been very successful in all three. And I thought, okay, what, what have I learned over the years? Well, I've learned that there's actually five currencies. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a physical currency A mental currency, a spiritual currency, an emotional currency, and a financial currency. The biggest problem is people only get tied to the financial currency, and that's just
0: false. So that's what they're thinking of as being currency. You use the word currency, but that just means exchange, doesn't it? Correct. If you look up the word currency, it means exchange. If you take
1: American dollars and you go to Canada, you're only exchanging your currency for their currency. So money is nothing more than just a currency of exchange. It's how we exchange in life. It's how we ex-
0: exchange in our relationships. And that's what we're going to talk uh, about today. Okay. And and I like that example because when when I travel to another country, the currency that I have it's not as useful as the currency that might be there. So I trade. Yes. Somebody values it.
1: Yes. Perfect example. Uh, okay. Okay. let so see where you're going. There's five steps, and I'm going to walk you through each one. Okay. So step one. Now write these down at home for yourself. So emotional currency. In fact, I'll give you even more detail. So let's take okay. emotional currency. Emotional currency is stability. Hey, everybody. He
0: just picked up the card. I'm actually reading because I don't go from memory. I want to make sure well, that. Well, you put together these, these. It almost looks like a card game kind of thing. But uh, there are these nice, slick printed cards that have exactly what you're quoting from.
1: Yeah. So for those of you who are interested, you can go to myemotionalfingerprint.com. So it's myemotionalfingerprint.com. And you can click on the products, and you'll see the relationship to Rich's card system. Cool. We did an infomercial okay. back in uh, November, and this is the product we did for
0: our infomercial. So what we Awesome. W- and Andrew, you'll put up a link on this.
1: Yeah. yeah. We're good. Good. Okay. So what I want to do is I'm going to read these cards to you. So if you're at home, take notes. Emotional currency, here's what an emotional currency is. It's stability, empathy, sympathy, love, or compassion. Spiritual currency is guidance, peace, inspiration, vision, or belief. A mental currency is creativity, being able to counsel, problem solving, or teaching. Oh, a little heads up. If we're going too fast, it's a podcast rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Physical currency is energy, time, presence, beauty, or touch. And financial mm. currency is assets, resources, gifts, or investments. So how it works is there's five steps. Step one is you got to rate your currency. The way I discovered this is I had a client mm. come to my house, severely depressed, knocked on my door and said, I'm just, I'm going through real challenges, help me for a second. He's a very successful entrepreneur. During the housing market, it ruined his company, and he had to pick himself back up like we've all had to do at some point in time in life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've got nothing, I've got nothing. I said, no, you do have something. You may not have money, but you're a very good-looking, strong, healthy person, so that's physical currency. You're also no. you know, college-educated. You're very smart. You're brilliant. That's mental currency. Mm-hmm. Go exchange your mental and physical currency in the marketplace for whatever you want. And he did that. Literally, within 30 to 40 days, he had a job paying him about twenty grand a, year, uh, 20 grand a month. And so he's done very well. Wow. In fact, I actually talked to him on my way over here to, just to follow up with him mm-hmm. to see how he's doing. He's doing phenomenal. So what happens is we get in this mindset that I have nothing. I have no hope. I have nothing to give. Well, the interesting thing about hope is that the second you feel hope, you have optimism. You feel that there is an opportunity for you to succeed at some point or somewhere in your yeah. life. And yeah. that what, that's what helps you get up one more day. So the point of relationships to riches is help them get internal with their emotional fingerprint. Get control of your emotions. Then how do you position yourself in the marketplace? So step mm-hmm. one is rate your currency. Well, my background is emotion. So I, emotional currency is my greatest currency. I've written nine books. I've done three workbooks. I've done you know movies, infomercials. Mm-hmm. That's where my currency comes from. Step two is understanding your why. Why do you want what you want? All the time when I ask someone that, they'll say, well, I want to make more money. But why do you want to make more money?
0: Right, because well, it's not about the it's money. It's
1: never about the money. And I'm not just saying that on this side of the fence. I'm saying that because I've lived high and low. I've made money. I've lost money. I know No matter how much money I have in my bank account, I'm not any happier than when I have no money in my bank account. But when I have opportunities, when I have resources to give, I feel like a multi-billionaire because you feel hope. You feel optimistic. So Mm -hmm. when on step two is the why. Ask yourself why five times. Why do you want that? Why, why, why? You'll get down to the very, very finite thing. I just want to spend more time with my kids. Or I just want to take one trip a year. Okay, then that's the target. Let's go for that. That's what you want. That's what you want. Go. I mean, people can't hit a target. They can't see. So if you know your target, put all your energy in that one target, you'll get the results you want to get. But most mm-hmm. often, we're kind of whacking at the branches and never going to
0: the root. So go mm-hmm. ahead. Do you have a question? I'm, I'm taking my notes here, Woody. You, uh, rate your currency. So of the five that you mentioned, which one do i have an abundance exactly what do you have the most
1: of so rate from strongest to weakest so emotional currency spiritual currency mental currency physical currency or financial currency so that's step one step two is your why if you know your why you can endure any amount of how
0: that's what is it that i'm that i really want yes that's why you ask that question repeatedly Mm -hmm. why do i want money Yeah, oh, I want to spend more time with my kids. Why do you want to spend more time with your kids? Well, he's
1: 17 years old. He's going to graduate from high school. Well, why? Well, because he's going to move out of the house. Okay, so what you're really saying is you want to spend quality time with your kid. Well, great. Then just do that. Money's not going to give quality time with your child. What are you waiting for? Exactly. And so it's about breaking down to your finite why. Mm -hmm. And I I heard the quote. I've already repeated it. I'll say it again because it's not mine, but I want to give credit to whoever said it. If you know your why, you can endure any amount of how. So if you know why you do what you do, you will endure any amount of how to get it done. That's right. So step three is identification. Who has what you want? The greatest thing of our society today is you have Google. You have the internet. You can research the guru, the book, the trip you want to take. You can find out who has what you want. Mm -hmm. What exchange do you have to make with that person? So step three is identification. Find out who has what you want. Step four is implementation. You mentioned earlier when you travel. There's three principles to the exchange rate, and this is in step four. Mm-hmm. Step one, or principle one, if you will, no one currency is more valuable than another. I'll repeat that: no one currency is more invo- more valuable than another. So you could be a multi-billionaire, but if you were mm. laying on your deathbed, that money means nothing to you. You'd give anything for a strong physical currency. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So if you are it's most- more contextual, really, isn't it exactly? So your currencies, no one is more valuable than another. Principle two is any one currency can be exchanged for another currency. So if you have a strong physical Uh. currency, you're healthy, you can exchange that with someone else who knows about emotional currency or spiritual currency. You could teach them how to live healthy. They'll teach you how to live spiritually or emotionally sound. Or you take um, someone who has a strong uh, physical currency, they can exchange that and become a bodybuilder or a, a personal trainer for a financial currency. Right. So any of those can be exchanged for anyone else.
0: That's, that's why people are in the jobs or occupations they're in. Yes. They have something to offer. Yes. And then they go trade that in the marketplace. Yes. So Typically for money, but that's not, a, that's not the ultimate goal. That's
1: not the ultimate Which goal. Which what that's, you're trying to say. Yeah, in our society, we get tripped on that. Well, I got to go get a good education to get a good job, to buy the house, to have the 2.3 children, get the dog, and then I'll be happy. Totally false, we've all experienced. It's what do I want today and what am I going to exchange to get that today? So principle three of the exchange rate is any one of these five currencies can be exchanged for whatever it is you want. So if you have a strong emotional currency like I do, I have written books, I've traveled around the world, I've spoken around the world, I've been able to live the life that I've wanted to live by exchanging this emotional currency that I have with other people. For everything else that you want. Exactly. And then step five, the last one is how do you really increase your wealth in life? It's about compounding interest. You reinvest in yourself. So you pick on these cards. If you flip over one of the cards, like financial currency, say that's your weakest, there are 10 things on the back of that card that you can do every single day to reinvest in that currency and make it stronger. Think about physical Uh, currency. If you want to increase physical currency, exercise, eat right, lose weight. That will increase your physical currency, but you can't do it one time you got to keep doing it and, and that's right. compounding interest
0: which is step 5 gotcha because it's being consumed in some way too. Currencies yes. Do, as you put it out to exchange and this is a little this is an interesting little side note maybe because do you really do you really lose you don't actually. what you're giving you don't that's the cool thing yeah. about this i know we have a break
1: coming up but the yeah. cool thing about this is the more you give you actually get the more emotional currency you give the more you get and that's how this uh, works this is going to be a
0: little mind shift here yes it is it'll be a good time come uh, on back yeah don't go away we'll be right back I am to be a rock star and chop a billion fire I might be a big expensive car and make a lot of money and find me a honey
2: and live in a nice big
0: house in with a sunny the pool but I'll be cool I'll always have a gig i I'll be big I'll have parties with friends places to go Thank you for joining me for the Live On Purpose Radio Podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit the website, drpaul.org, where you will be able to sign up for Empower, a quick, inspiring message that will be sent right to your inbox several times a month. Click on the blog link to share your comments and be part of the discussion. You can also pick up powerful information products and stay in touch with upcoming events. All to assist you in creating and living a life that you love. Share Live on Purpose Radio with someone in your life today, and thanks for listening.
2: This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States, and in Israel, and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose.
1: To be what we
2: are and to become what we are capable of becoming is the only end of life. Robert Louis Stevenson
0: Okay, 15 minutes, Woody. Here we go! Well, let's gonna, rock and roll. We're off to the races. There's, I love it so much. You know what? You shared those five steps with us. You shared the five mental currencies, not mental currencies. The but five, five currencies, currencies, yes. the different currencies. Yes. We're gonna, we're gonna have to do two shows. <laughs> That's all there is to it. <laughs> I would love to come but, back. Let's give us an example, will you? How, how does to. this play out in real life?
1: What happens is in real life is we hear about all these household names of people who have become successful. When I read these 1,000 biographies for my first book, I was so Mm. amazed at how normal they were. The Walt Disneys, the Henry Fords, the Thomas Edisons, they were actually very normal people, but -hmm. they just did extraordinary things. They are common, very common people, actually more common than those who are listening, but they just got this thought in their mind, and they wouldn't let go of
0: it. Well, I tell you what, if you've graduated from something... You beat everybody in your first book. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what I'm referring to is millionaire dropouts. Yeah, my, we, first, yeah, my first book was called Millionaire Dropouts. But these are people who have made phenomenal, successful lives. Yes. And they dropped out. Yes. So I just wanted to reinforce that idea that whatever you think you're sitting on right now is probably better than many of the stories that you've shared in your book. The reason why I, I wanted to read those biographies, and it took
1: a couple years to do it, and some were one-page biographies, some were 800 book bio, uh, biographies, but I really wanted to find what drove human behavior, why we do what we do, and how do we overcome the challenges that we have, and that's mm-hmm. where I came up with and discovered the emotional fingerprint. But mm-hmm. as I got into the five currencies, you know, how do I make money if I know my emotional fingerprint, if I'm feeling strong and for those of you who want to discover your emotional fingerprint, you can go to the website called nomoretherapy.com. That's No More Therapy, And it's just a, a pun on words. I have a great respect and love for those who are in the therapy profession. But I'm about strategy and about getting results. So if you go to nomoretherapy.com, there's a 40-minute video of discovering your emotional fingerprint. You discover the seven things that make you feel important, how to fix your relationships,
0: your kids, and so forth. Well, and you're sitting with a shrink right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, folks, I endorse and support... <laughs> no more therapy. There you go. In fact, I quit doing therapy several years ago. Yes. I've, I'm completely positive psychology and coaching now for some of the same reasons. And uh, I've looked at Woody's site. We're collaborating to do some fun things together with yeah. this. Go check it out. Yeah. I, once
1: again, I looked at the words. Therapy means to... To counsel and to um, actually, what's the right word? I lost the, off the top of my head. It's um, it has to do
0: with rehabilitation, treatment. And that was a key word. It was treatment. Yeah. And
1: I don't do treatment. I get results now. And there are people who need treatment. People are addicted to pornography. People are addicted to drugs. I am not knocking that profession at all. But for ninety nine percent of us, we just need a good strategy. We just need a, a and some results. Some results. A strategist right. is someone who gets results. Okay. You're not broken. Not broken. You're not sick. No, you just need results. So let's go back to the game. Now, the game is this. You have your five currencies you have mental, you have spiritual, you have emotional, physical, and financial. I want to share a story about Jean Nidatech. This is her emotional currency. Now, she had no money, she was very heavy and very overweight. Uh, she'd been married to an overweight husband. That's what they had in common. They liked to eat together. Uh, the more they ate, the worse she felt. At age 38, she decided to visit the New York Department of Health for a beastie clinic. To boost her morale, she invited six of her friends to meet at her house to have emotional support to kind of help one another. Mm-hmm. Within a year, she she lost over 70 pounds. Her meetings grew from 60 to 40 people. Through her friends, she met a, a garment executive named Albert Libert and his wife, Phyllis. And they said, you know, if you can help me lose weight, I'll help you build your business. And mm. so for one year, they helped each other. Uh, Albert lost 53 pounds and Phyllis lost 50 pounds. Albert knew that if by working together, they could accomplish amazing things. Mm -hmm. And he said, I knew that there were hundreds of thousands of people out there just like myself who could benefit from it. And her system actually worked. This was in 1963. And this is when Weight Watchers was founded. Whoa, that's Weight Watchers. That's Weight Watchers. That's big. That's big. And see, this is why relationships to riches is so important. It's about relationships to resources. She did not know that Albert and her were going to start this multi-million dollar franchise and have all the success. But she right. was out there to help people. She was giving. She had an emotional currency. She had a physical currency. She wanted to exchange that with the world. And in so doing, she got a financial
0: reward from it. And, and can you, if you're listening to this podcast, can you think of anyone in your life who hasn't been touched in some way by Weight Watchers?
1: Yeah, I actually, when I did my movie, Iology, in 2008, I took Weight uh-huh. Watchers, lost 25 pounds, simply by eating right, because I want to look my best for the movie premiere. And, I, and when I read this story, this was years later, I read yeah. the story about Gene Night Attack, it made me even prouder that I was a member of Weight Watchers. Wow. So something simple like that, starting in her room in her apartment in New York in the 60s with six people, then growing to 40 people. And then it was so big, they couldn't fit in their apartment anymore, and they started mm-hmm. a franchise and tried to expand. So mm-hmm. if you're at home, If you are frustrated, I am not. And if you know me or if you read any of my materials, you can go to meetwoody.com to learn a little bit more about me. But if you know me, I am never about get-rich-quick programs. I never have been. I am totally against them at a very core level. And here's the reality, because success never happens quick. But it does happen every single time to those who endure. Every story Mm -hmm. I have ever read is about somebody who paid an enormous price. Why Why isn't everyone successful? is not everybody is willing to pay the same price that somebody is willing to pay. So it's not that success cares what your skin color is, where you're from, what your geographic population is. It cares that you endure, that you pay a price. And when I Mm -hmm. discovered the emotional fingerprint, when I discovered how to be what I have phrased as being internal, where you have this internal power from the inside out, and exchanging Mm -hmm. your currencies, you can truly, authentically be who you're supposed to be and create really any amount of wealth you want. And that's how successful people become successful.
0: It's You said get rich quick and this is to, to be contrasted with immediate wealth.
1: Yes. Not talking about businesses. I'm talking about instant gratification. Happiness. Yes. You can't go out there and take a pill and have instant gratification. You can't go out there and start a business. I started my first business when I was 16 years old. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've done so many different businesses and not one of them was an overnight success but all Mm -hmm. of them became successful as I continue to pay the price to endure and that's what Mm -hmm. this life is about it's surely just about endurance hanging in there I I got a dear dear friend I won't mention his company but it's actually one of the most successful companies in the vitamin industry and it's not network marketing and I asked him one day a very very successful man Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I said how and when did it turn around for you because he wasn't educated um, great family, but he had some challenges. His dad left when he was a kid. His mom didn't have a car growing up. I and mean, this guy grew up hungry and he grew up in a hard environment. And I asked him, when did it change? Because well, I've been doing it for 18 years. My success is I just held on longer than everybody else. And that's all it was. Mm-hmm. He wasn't smarter. He wasn't better. In fact, okay. In fact, if you, will we'll put a link up on the website. My infomercial I shot on his I call it his plantation. He's got this house like you have never seen. It's on 17 acres. It's in California. Unbelievable lake, pond. I pull up to the driveway one time and the first time I met him and there's these two mansions. I thought, oh, I wonder which one's his. They're both his. He has a matching Hmm. one that's a gymnasium. That has an indoor gym and a ball pit. Oh, wow. And and he doesn't flaunt it. He actually gives it away to anybody and everybody in the city. They have proms up there. I mean, he just is so generous. Mm -hmm. And so instead of going to a hotel to film it on this tropical island that I was going to go to, he's like, just use my property. So I'm not going to mention his name. If you know his name, do not post it on the website. I don't want anyone to know his name. He's a very private man. But he's extremely generous because he endured to the end. He Mm -hmm. held on long enough and he's truly one of the most spiritual, most kind, most loving man I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And he understands this thing about currency. Oh, he does. He has got the most amazing currencies I've ever met. And it's only because he's authentic. See, mm-hmm. when I discovered the five currencies, yeah. I went to my wife, and who has been my partner and everything. I said, sweetheart, if you know your five currencies, you don't even need emotional fingerprint. That's secondary. You don't need that. In in her kind, loving words, she's like, you're an idiot. Said, what are you no, talking about? No, you're totally
0: clueless, you're dude. You're clueless.
1: And I said, what do you mean? She said, okay, if you are being what we call external with your emotional fingerprint, you're looking mm-hmm. to other mm-hmm. people, places, or things for validation, your currency is counterfeit. And counterfeit currency does not cash. How many times yeah. have you met somebody who says, well, I want you to do this for me. What can you do for me? They're takers. You say they want to mm-hmm. take from you. Their currency is counterfeit. You don't want to be with them. You cling up the phone. You kick them out of your house. When you're internal with your emotional fingerprint, you know who you are. You're confident with who you are, which only comes from the inside out. Then and only then do your currencies have true value. This dear friend, I could call up and ask him any favor, and he would do it for me. But if I asked Mm -hmm. him four years ago before I knew him, he'd say no because I hadn't created any value in his life. Right. Same thing with you. Hey, I'm coming in town. Let's do something together. Well, I'm doing a podcast, radio show. Let's do it together. Mm-hmm. It's that authentic currency where it's not about taking. It's about giving. Right. And people get so hung up. by like, well, I have no money. It takes money to make money. No, it takes currency. It takes your emotional currency, your mental currency, your physical currency, your spiritual currency, mm-hmm. and possibly your financial currency to make
0: money. You know what? do well, you and I had a similar thought during the break today. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with exactly what you're talking about here, as I realized you know when I get stuck and and uh, I was sharing with you at lunch today that I've recently just this week gone through some personal struggles and and I say struggles i challenges and I, Everyone I never has see them. myself as struggling, I see myself as as moving forward on a very clear path to whatever I want yes and and yet, there are times when you get down, or you get discouraged, or you get in your own head. And I realized, as we were talking during the first half of this show today, that I was focused on me. What do I want? What can I get? How can I accomplish these, you know, some of the projects I'm working on? And I got lost in that. And then, as I as I have this conversation with you, and as we're talking about these currencies and How can we get this into the lives of people so that it makes a difference? I feel good absolutely, because I'm giving. And you had a similar thought. Do you want to share yours? Yeah, I I was actually walking down to
1: my car to get the story on Gene Ninetech because I always keep my database with me of all the stories Mm -hmm. I've read. And I thought to myself, literally as I was walking out of your office, I need to do this more. I need to help more people, give more of my time. And by doing that, in fact, if you get the card system at myemotionalfingerprint.com, it's called Relationships to Riches. Step four is called the Implementation. What you need to do in step four when you're going to exchange your currencies with a person that has what you want is you take them to lunch. You take them to dinner. You interview them. What are mm-hmm. you? What do you need? Here's what I have. How can I help you get what you need? And in deposit, what you're doing is you're putting deposits into their emotional bank account, their mental bank account, their spiritual bank account. And in the future, when you need something, you can call that friend and pull a withdrawal. There are so many friends right. I have in different cities like you here that I can call up say hey I'm coming in town who do I need to meet who do I need to know what opportunities are here that I need to take advantage of and that's how you build your net worth your net worth is completely tied to your network and you have to create mm-hmm. value
0: to increase your network right your emotional your I call this your your human treasury yeah it is it, literally those are the people who have all of the other currencies yep and, and some of the ones that you have, and you get to, as you create those relationships, it makes perfect sense. Yes. That's where the exchange happens. Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, I had a, a personal experience just this week. I was you know, <clears throat> just coming to Utah, and I wanted to meet some of the top players in the network marketing industry. I have a huge respect for any entrepreneur who's out there. And I said, you know, who's the top player that I can meet through my friends? Mm-hmm. So I meet this gentleman. We realize we're not going to do any business together. I'm happy with that. No problem. We have fun. We go to dinner. No big deal. Two days later, a friend of mine calls me from New York and says, hey, I'm doing this movie project right now. We're in New York at the movie premiere. We need 150 grand for what's called the P&A, which is your print ads and your advertisements. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone who wants to invest in a movie? This guy popped in my mind. I thought, you know what? I'll just send him a text to see if he wants the introduction. I send him the text. I said, do you want to be introduced to a film producer? He said, yeah, I'd love to. Long story short, we go up to the mountains. We go up to this guy's house. We Uh, Start talking to him and thinking about is he going to invest? Is he not going to invest? Here's an opportunity for him. I'm not taking anything out of it. I'm just introducing, I'm just giving. Come to find out, the film producer is someone we did not want to do business with. He just was not of the integrity that we had. So Mm -hmm. we left. And he and I were joking, we never got to see the movie. We get invited to this beautiful house, we're sitting in this movie theater, and we don't get to see the movie. I said, hey, do you want to go to the movie? So he and I went to a movie, we had dinner, we had the best time, and now he and I have a better relationship. Mm -hmm. What happens is, we go to a business meeting, or we go to an interview, you meet someone, and you think, well, they can't do anything for me, and you write it off. You think there's no benefit to me. I never look at it that way. I know so many people who know so many people who know so many people. I want my currencies deposited into everybody's account. So that when I do get against the wall, which we all do, I can make that phone call. Now he and I have hung out literally four times in the last month where usually most people just write off, well, he can't do anything for me. I'm done.
0: And that's the biggest mistake in the world. Absolutely. You know what? I want to correct. And maybe I'm not correcting. I'm just seeing this a little differently when you said that you're going to make a withdrawal. Yeah. Well, there are times you make withdrawals. Although, isn't it just another exchange? Ah, uh, because, I like that Well, you came to town Yep And you sent me a text Yep Okay, and and I'm like, oh, Woody texted me Awesome Now, I've called you before You know I'm working on my book sure. I was consulting with you about a few things Or we've got a friendship When you texted me, I thought, awesome I get to play with Woody Yeah And we set up a time to go to lunch and do the podcast yep. And it's just fun And we may do some business together, too Again. again, And, and see, let's, let's talk about that. Because I met mm-hmm. you
1: about five years ago through a, a, a social person we knew. Um, that mm-hmm. relationship went south for both of us. Mm-hmm. However, you and I stayed friends. And this, right. this is the part that I want people to understand. You need to meet more people. You've got to get out of right. your shell and find more people. And the only way you do that is by being internal with your emotional fingerprint, knowing who you are. If you and I don't do business for 10 years, I could still call you up because I have made deposits into your account. You've made deposits into my account. And I say, I'm coming to Utah. Who do you know do I need to
0: know? And it's not a withdrawal. It's another exchange. It's just an, You're right. It's another exchange. When you do it right and when you're authentic, and I want to emphasize that part because we've both worked with people who aren't Arthed, so much. Yes. When you're authentic, you both are enriched by the exchange. Absolutely. So is it a deposit? Is it withdrawal? It's another exchange. And you're both made more wealthy as a result absolutely thank you for Uh, wording it the right way this could go on forever (laughs) we will continue to play here at Live On Purpose Radio go out there and live on purpose Woody thank you for being here today thank you Doc Paul always a pleasure there will be more to come